I love this idea, by the way. Um, I think it's really smart and it's definitely really interesting. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Kickoff Labs on Growth. We are live and we are talking with Stephanie Chan from MetalPay. Uh, and they're still in the middle of a launch campaign for MetalPay for Android. And I wanted to do this interview with somebody who's in the middle of a campaign because I think that's when you have the most context about the things that are currently working, the things that you're struggling with. And I believe those lessons uh, can, and with, with that context, can be really critical for people who are thinking about launching their own campaign, about getting their own idea out there, and about trying to collect their own set of, uh, set of email addresses. So Stephanie, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Tell me about the campaign so far. Uh, and before that, give me a bit of a background of Metal Pay, the company and the product, because I'm sure there's probably a lot of people listening who haven't heard of this yet. Yeah, definitely. So Metal Pay has been out. Um, we've been a company since 2016. Um, we have our first app launched last September, um, which is a peer-to-peer -peer payment processing app. So something similar to Venmo or Square, where you're sending money to your friends and family with the added bonus of cashback. So we reward our users for sending money to your friends um, with our token. Um, so our company is a cryptocurrency company. We have our own token called Metal. Um, the ticker is MTL. It's currently publicly traded um, on a lot of global exchanges. So if anyone's interested, welcome to go take a look. Um, but September was our first iOS app launch. Um, so anyone with an iPhone can go into the App Store today, find the app, download it, um, and send money to your friends and start earning cash back. Um, we're currently in production for Android, and with that is how we're really utilizing Kickoff um, to kind of generate a lot of noise and excitement about the Android. Um, as a crypto company, a lot of people in this world is not on iOS devices. Um, a lot of them are on Android, so really trying to um, reach a bigger audience. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. So tell me a bit about you and your background. So how did you get to this point where you are managing the launch of Metal Pay for Android? Yeah, so um, educationally, I do have a marketing um, degree as my background. I worked in market research um, for the majority of my time and with some other startups under my belt, um, helping out with event planning and things like that. Um, with Metal specifically, I joined the company a year ago before the app was launched in the iOS store. So I was around and was able to really witness um, the iOS launch, some of the things that we did back then, um, and just, you know, taking that and when Android was getting developed, really being able to kind of put in some input and say like, you know, hey, maybe we should try this <laughs> for the upcoming launch. Um, and really utilizing my marketing degree to kind of help generate more users and more eyes on our company. So tell me about the iOS launch. So you guys launched for iOS in September. What did you guys do for that launch and how did that launch go? I think in hindsight, we definitely could have done more. Um, at the time, 
the company was well known in the crypto space. Um, again, the coin was already publicly traded. So a lot of people that were watching us on those markets were excited that we had an app coming out. So um, I think at the time we felt like we didn't need to do a lot of marketing um, because everyone was already aware of what we were doing. So we just did simple you know, pushes on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, teasing that the app was launching soon um, and, you know, doing a big announcement when it came out. Um, we were really lucky. We got picked up by Product Hunt um, early on. And so we had a lot of help in terms of marketing in that sense because we were able to, you know, repost that article and we got a lot of great blog um, entries coming out. So all of that was really building up to an educational um, kind of like explaining what the app did. Um, but we realized that, you know, the crypto people are great. They know who we are. But again, they're on Android, so they can't even really use the app. So we started to realize that, you know, hey, we need to start talking to everyday people. We need to talk, start talking to the masses. Um, and, you know, that's really what Metal is trying to do. At the core, we're a crypto company, sure. But mass adoption is really the goal here, right? by creating a product that anyone can use, that it's simple, makes sense, it gives them a benefit and value, that's what we're trying to do, right? Cryptocurrency is, is great, there's a lot of technology behind it, but it is very um, unknown for the most part. Um, there's a lot of skepticism behind it, and as a company, we're trying to kind of demystify um, and trying to kind of introduce crypto in a very low risk form um, for everyday people. So, with so that I'm, I'm curious, what does it mean when you say, just for me and for anybody listening, what does it mean when you say uh, Metal is a publicly traded crypto coin already? Yeah, so um, if you go to major exchanges, kind of like Binance or Bittrex, Coinbase, um, those types of exchanges you can go on and buy and trade and sell coins. Um, tokens like Ethereum or, um, you know, Bitcoin, Litecoin, those types of things. Those global marketplaces, you can find metal um, and you can buy the token itself as is um, without the app and things like that. So you can you can go in and buy the coin itself and have that in your portfolio. Um, but, you know, that's a little bit more complicated or it can be. Um, to everyday people, it's almost the same as buying stocks, which, you know, it's, it's complicated. Like not, your everyday person wouldn't really know right off the bat how to buy stocks, right? Yeah, it's, um, it's, not, the, it's not something people do every day. Like, you know, people might call Lyft or an Uber ride every day, but like they might not open up and say, now I'm gonna go buy some, some currency or even like, you know, one step back, like you said, now I'm gonna go online and buy some of the stock. Right, exactly. Um, so, you know, what we try to do is trying to change that perspective and trying to really educate and show people that, hey, you know, crypto is not as scary as you think it is. It's actually really easy. Um, and we do that with our app. So, you know, we give you a little bit of metal just for doing what you already do every day. And with that metal, you can keep it. You can send it to your friends. You can sell it. You can change it back to U.S. dollars and use it. Um, whatever you want. It's really up to you. Um, the app also has a fantastic marketplace. So we have our own little marketplace where you can go in and buy and sell um, other coins. We have about 16 coins on, on the platform right now that you can kind of, you know, dip your toes into the water and kind of get a feel for what it's like to play with crypto.
So if I were to download the app uh, and, and use the app today, I would then have you like you'd give me some small amount of the the metal coin, mm-hmm. um, and then I might set up a, the the picture on the on on for people listening. I'm looking at their landing page today for Android, um, and it says Metal Pay for Android is launching soon. Pay friends and earn rewards. So as a as a general person, like I look at this and I say, oh, it's kind of like Square Cash or Venmo, like you said earlier. Uh, as an alternative and like front and center is like cash. It says 117, you know, $117 and I can send and request money. So tell me about the line there for most people. Like, is it that you expect most people to upload cash to the account and then store it in metal or be transferring crypto coins between people? How are you, how are most people using the app on iOS today? Yeah. So it's, a very similar to Venmo. So you do link your bank account. So you just draw money from your bank account and send it back and forth. Very similar to the current apps out. Uh, major difference, a cash card in our app is, is actually a bank account itself. So the money that you put into it is FDIC insured, um, which is very different than any of the app payment apps that are currently out. Um, they don't really have that type of protections for your money. Um, that might, that type of protection well, excuse me, that type of protection is specific to the cash and not the crypto. So that's a mm-hmm. separate type of wallet. Um, we give you the metal. You can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't necessarily have to keep it in metal. You can change it back to cash, but the cash stays your cash. You can withdraw mm-hmm. it back to your bank account. You can send that to your friends or family. Um, yeah, you don't necessarily have to keep it in the app, but you know, we, of course, would encourage you to do so because that's really how you play with crypto, right? Yep. Um, it's and it's really interesting twist. Like it's it sort of looks like a footnote on your page. The cash balance is held in FDIC insured bank account. I never really thought about it as a parent. Maybe I'm paranoid by default. Mm-hmm. I tend to on the apps as soon as somebody pays me in Venmo, I hit the transfer to bank account mm-hmm. <laughs> options. So like I, I'm just not going to leave it there. I'm just going to send it back to my bank account, even if I'm going to be paying back a different group of friends the next day. Right. Right. And and that's definitely because you hear so many stories about people losing money and things going haywire. Um, but yeah, that's something that we're very proud of. Um, we do work with banking partners to be able to provide this type of insurance um, for the cash card. So that really, we really like to highlight that as a differentiator between us and other payment apps. So not only do we reward you for doing what you already do, but we're helping to protect you as well. Mm-hmm. Is there any advantage security-wise to the fact that the app is backed by, or not, maybe it's the wrong way to put it in a bank, terms, backed by cryptocurrency, but compared to like a centralized service like Venmo or Square Cash or something, is there an advantage to me for using your app compared to those services? Because is it truly peer-to-peer? Like I'm not... Like this isn't logged. There's not going to be a public list of like, you know, Josh paid somebody for pizza out there. Yeah, fantastic that you bring that. We take privacy very seriously. We don't actually have any of transactions posted. It's really peer to peer um, between you and your friends. And you're the only person that can see the history and what's transpired between your payments. Cool. So let's talk about the launch up to this point. And so... Uh, for the, the for the launch of the Android app, um, you have a little bit of an audience to start with. Um, can you say how the launch is going so far for you uh, the, in terms of the email collection and the conversion rate? Um, yeah, 
Um, so far, I think up to today, we have about 61,000 leads um, on the iOS, I'm sorry, <laughs> and the Android waitlist. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, it's been going very well and steady. We we kind of just letting it grow organically, um, definitely utilizing the leaderboard um, option and having people um, share their leaderboard status and kind of help them kick up higher um, spaces on the list so that they can get earlier access. Um, that's been working pretty fantastic for us without too much marketing on our end. Um, you know, from a marketing standpoint, word of mouth is probably one of the strongest um, tools in, in our tool vault. So really just kind mm-hmm. of letting people know that this is coming and having them, you know, sign up for something because they know that it's on the way and kind of looping them into the process. Um, so how have you been promoting? So when you first launched this, this, uh, this campaign, how did you see the initial set of traffic? It, it kicked up really quickly. We, um, the first 20, um, leads were within the first week, week and a half to, um, right after we launched the campaign. So the growth of that was actually really quickly. Um, I do attribute that to our crypto community because again, um, a lot of these people are on Android and they've been waiting so patiently um, and we're working so hard to get this to them um, that you know having the wait list out was really the first sign of the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and so, now that we've gotten 60,000, it's starting to wind down a little bit more um, just because I feel like maybe we've reached the cap. And so now marketing needs to ramp back up again and really start to widen our net of users and trying to get more Android people and not just the ones that have been waiting, but the ones that don't even know who we are yet. So looking at some of the numbers in your campaign, I mean, overall in the last, you know, recently you've had a really good conversion rate um, and a re- and also like a really good sharing rate, which are both great signs. So it means like people are sharing your campaign um, and you're getting a ton of leads from referrals um, and a lot of traffic from referrals too. So you're getting a, a ton of percentage, a ton of, ton, <laughs> you're getting a ton of benefit from the viral boost that's coming from Kickoff Labs, it looks like. Yeah. Um, what types of things have you tried to do to promote the campaign that haven't worked for you? Um, that's a great question. I don't really see anything that hasn't, that no, there hasn't really been anything that's clearly not worked. Um, we've just been, you know, being very diligent about posting on social media, like, hey, this is out, you know, don't forget to share it with your friends. Um, we're starting to do push notifications, um, but it's a little hard because, again, everyone's on iOS. So that's something that we were like, we were thinking about doing and realized like really quickly that that's not going to work. Um, but something that I think we're struggling with is just the duplicates um, on leads and just because maybe we are not um, clear about the rules, a lot of people are starting to put in fake email addresses or things like that. So I think, um, yeah, something in our messaging needs to change. It's starting to become um, 
I feel like a lot of people want to jump the wait list. And so they're just flooding, you know, a lot of um, incorrect email addresses or other people emails without their knowledge. Um, so let's, let's talk about the wait list. So you guys are going with a really simple sort of uh, message. So when I signed up, it says, yay, you're on the wait list. Skip ahead in line by referring friends using the links below. And it gives me my position in line, which is now currently dead last. Um, so uh, the the benefit there of somebody, so what does somebody get or what are you, what are you going to do for somebody if they you know, refer five valid friends in this campaign? Um, the way that we have it set up right now is um, the more that you refer, the higher on the wait list that you go. And um, what we're thinking of doing is kind of releasing the Android app um, to kind of like alpha testers. Um, so more than just being the first in the know about when Android um, is coming out, we're really also looking for people to help us develop the Android app. So we will be utilizing this waitlist and those who are placing, you know, higher in the waitlist um, and kind of asking them to help us do some testing um, as we develop the Android app. So that's kind of the biggest pull because a lot of people who know about our project um, have been waiting for Android for a very long time. So those are the ones that definitely would want to be the very first people into even just the the non-working alpha version mm -hmm. of the app. Um, and that's really the big prize here, um, to, to be part of the design and the process and help us QA and help us make the app just perfect for everybody. That's cool. A lot of people stress out about what kind of rewards they're gonna give people and they tell us, I'm not sure, I'm just an app, I'm not sure what I'm gonna charge or how we're gonna make money necessarily yet, so I don't know if there's much to give away. and. I guess what your campaign says to people is that you can run a successful campaign without having a, you know, what some people would define as like a really tangible reward. I mean, you're, you're basically saying, you know, if you prove to us that you're really into the app by inviting some friends, you know, we'll let you beta test the app, which is also doing you a favor because presumably you want to talk to these people who are influential um, and doing them a favor, giving them, you know, the first look at it and a chance to give feedback. And that's just a really simple thing. And it's just a message, a traditional message of customer engagement, which existed, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, it didn't have to be because there were these viral tools, right? Um, it's it's hard because, yeah, we, we would love to give, you know, tangible rewards and like mon monetary rewards to people for supporting us. Um, but it's kind of like a catch 22 because, you know, if we give out all the, these rewards, then, you know, we won't have any money to operate. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's trying to find value in non-monetary things. Um, we're grateful that we have a community of people who are genuinely interested in the project and care more about the longevity of it than just the quick, you know, twenty dollars for joining or anything like that. Um, so I, I can't stress out enough how much we love our community and how much we love the support that we're getting from everyone um, because it's easy for us to buy people, right? It's very easy for us to put on a contest that gives out a couple thousand dollars and have people sign up that way. But it's what we found is, you know, people who come for the money are, are just here for the money. Yeah. Um, and so we really want to, personally, I shy away from, from monetary rewards right off the bat, just because 
you know, I want to make sure that you're here for the right reasons and that the money that we're spending is being spent wisely. Um, cause I, cause we want real users. We want real people to come in to actually use the app. And it's not just, you know, well, I made 20 bucks just for checking this out. Yeah. And that's, that doesn't mean it's great advice and a good point that you guys are taking, which is I tell people all the time, I see people set up a campaign and they're giving away an iPad or they're giving away, you know, an Amazon gift card. And I say, but your product is related to food or, you know, like the people who you're getting with that, with that honeypot of like the iPad are, are not the people who are interested in like, you know, getting your monthly subscription box for food, like maybe give away a box or a discount on a box, but not necessarily the, uh, you know, something that you're going to get a whole lot of entries from different contests, sweepstakes sites. Um, and your campaign struck me as I liked it because it was different from the, there have been a lot of other crypto camp style campaigns that I've seen, mm -hmm. and they're just purely, you know, giving away fractions of, of the coins. And I'm not convinced that the people who are signing up are really into it for like their specific app or their specific, you know, their specific mission. Um, whereas it seems like you guys have a more clear, like, this is the product we're building. We're building this money transfer app and you've got to be interested in it if you want to be on the wait list and your reward is to actually be really even more deeply interested and involved in the app basically um, that's really the, the way that we're really utilizing the android wait list um, because a lot of these people again aren't really in it for the money they, they want to see this app made they really want to just use it um, because if you think about our product and in the long run it's like hey you know if it's on android that means more of your friends can be on it which means the more money that you send to them, the more money you'll earn <laughs> in the long run. Um, so I think that, you know, a lot of the users see that. They're, they're not in it just for like the quick cash, but like, you know, the, the possibilities are endless, right? In the long run of this app. And um, the only way that apps like ours will thrive and succeed is if we have the user base. Yep. And so, you know, if you don't have any friends to send money to, <laughs> then yep. <laughs> we're kind of stuck it becomes uh, a lonely island uh, it definitely does yeah <laughs> um so really I'm, I'm in love that um we haven't yet offered any rewards in that sense um right now it's really just the just the hey be be part of us be help us develop this be be a beta tester be an alpha tester um be a part of our revolution uh, we can't really promise a lot of golds and riches right now, but, you know, we're working really hard to try to make the best product for our users. So what's the been the best part about using Kickoff Labs today for you? How easy it is. Um, <laughs> everything is very straightforward and just the layout is very clean. Um, I'm not a designer by trade. Um, so the tools that kickoff has makes it very simple for me to drag and drop and to just design things to our liking that fits our company's, um, branding. I really enjoy the, you know, I can easily add analytics tracking <laughs> that you guys have analytics tracking built in. Um, there's just so many tools that make it so simple that it really takes a lot of thinking off my plate. Um, and I love that, right? Like even sending, sending out an automatic email at the end to verify that their emails are real, right? Like that was something that early on we didn't have, um, employed. We didn't turn that on, but we did now. 
So early on, we were getting a lot of just random emails, but now that we're forcing people to verify their emails, um, it does, it's really helping us um, get better leads. Cool, thank you. Um, so what are your plans? So a lot of people ask, ask this when they're nearing the end of a campaign. So as the campaign winds down and you're starting to add beta testers, um, you know, how, how are you letting the beta testers know that they're invited and what, what are your plans as pe people that are just on the wait list, um, that maybe don't even have referrals to notify them about the launch? What kind of plans do you have to kind of build up to the launch? Yeah, so we're we're still deciding internally what the best way to do it is. Um, with the alpha and beta testers, um, we will have to reach out to them individually just because um, getting them onto the platform to test requires more steps on our end. Um, but Kickoff Labs has great email tooling built in. Um, so planning to definitely definitely utilize those um, to reach out to the waitlist um, in masses. Um, there are pick a winner types of things in Kickoff Labs that I haven't really explored yet. Yep. Um, so definitely gonna, as we start to wind down the campaign, I will need to start do a little bit more digging in the tools that uh, Kickoff has to help us with that. I know email is a thing. I know pick a winner is a thing. Yep. Uh, there, I'm sure there's a lot more that I have yet to discover. <laughs> I think I think the two tracks, if I were going to give you guys some advice, the two yeah. tracks for winding down the campaign that people will pick is one, uh, you can sort in Kickoff Labs and look who the most influential are. So you can get that list of people that should be alpha testers um, and then do the work that you decide how many you want to do the work for, whether that's you know 20 or 50 or whatever the number is that you want to invite to do the alpha testing and you just start inviting them um, from that top that top influencer list within Kickoff Labs. Then um, for the general launch, what works really well that we've heard from other customers is just doing the uh, like a series of broadcast emails leading up to it. So if you have a date and you say it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna launch on, you know, August 20th, you should have some lead-in build-up emails that go into that to the entire list saying, you know, hey, this is, you know, if, if you're still running the wait list, this is your last chance to get on the wait list. Um, and then just to remind people so that what you don't do is wait to contact these people on August 20th and then send out a mail and say the app is live. Like we wanna be in people's minds leading up to that moment and you know, saying like, hey, here's some feedback from our beta testers. By the way, in two weeks, the app's gonna be live. And then the next week saying, hey, you know, we're really excited one week away. Here's a highlight of a key feature that we think you're going to love in the app that seems to work really well for, for the people testing the app. And then on the launch, you do the launch and then some follow-up email. So the point is to have a series rather than just one. And that's the biggest mistake that we see people making with the launch is they wait until the end and then they send out one email and they say, well, the response rate for just that one email wasn't very good. And as somebody who's signed up for you know probably hundreds of lists at this point, I can tell you I'll frequently get a mail and saying like, wait, what what was this app I signed up for? Um, and you want to avoid you know that because you are in your like you're thinking about your company every day, but me as somebody who's signed up for your list, I might you know not be thinking about it every day and or reminding that I you know and I'll, I'll need many reminders to go download it before I do. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um... Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and yeah, the sorting is really nice. <laughs> cool. It makes uh, it, that was really quick. Yeah, I just like pulled up the entire like top 10, 20 people that are like killing it, 
on our wait list right now. Like, someone has a score of 4,000. That's crazy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, so let me uh, let me get into uh, the fast five questions here. So, how do you personally get in the work zone? Um, this is gonna sound a little weird, but I uh, I have a playlist right now that I'm really vibing on Spotify. Um, one of my colleagues actually turned me on to this. Um, it's called Goa, like G O A. It's like um, psychedelic trance music. Something about it really just puts me in the zone. Like it kind of, the music just makes everything around me like fade out and I'm just so focused and I'm, I love it. That's, that's my, that's my jam right now. Cool. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely a popular answer is picking like a specific playlist or something. Yeah. Uh, so favorite vacation destination. Ooh, that's hard. Um, I think Japan. Um, I think just I, I mean, I just came back from Italy and it was great, but um, something about Japan as a country and a culture, I just really enjoy it. Um, I could probably live there if I really wanted to. Nice. So yeah. how about your favorite podcast? Freakonomics. The Freakonomics podcast. That's that's a good one. I love Freakonomics. So interesting. Just makes it like so fun to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just like learning, like, you know, it, what I love about Freakonomics is, is just the challenge, like challenging of people's assertions and like things you've thought like, oh, this is the way the world is. And then when they dig into the numbers, you realize it's just not that way. Yes, exactly. And they really kind of illustrate things that, you know, happen in your everyday life that you're already aware about, but presenting it in a way that's like, oh, I've never thought of it like this before. Or, oh, I didn't know that it was like this. It's very yeah. educational. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So something that you learned in the last year? Italian, some Italian. I learned some, some Italian over this last trip. Do you use uh, Duolingo or some other app for learning it? Or do you just like start picking up, picking it up as you were going? Picking it up as I was going. It was definitely fun um, just talking to Italian people and they're very friendly. So everyone was like trying to teach me uh, languages, which is great. And does it get better as your wine tasting? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, someone you look up to, either personal or business-wise? Um, probably my sister. She is somebody that I've always looked up to. She's very strong-willed and intelligent and humble um, and has taught me a lot, a great deal about life and just how to be a good person. All right, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this interview. Um, it's been it's been great to learn more about uh, MetalPay, their role, uh, the app, and your your company's role in the crypto space, um, and the work that you've been doing to drive the launch of the Android app. Um, I know that we've picked up some interesting tidbits and there's going to be some good lessons out of extracted from this that our customers uh, would love and people listening to this podcast would love uh, and we'll get something out of. Um, so thanks again for being on and I look forward to uh, to seeing how your launch goes and following up with you and seeing uh, what kind of numbers you're getting in terms of downloads afterwards. Sounds great. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, Kickoff has been a fantastic tool and we're really excited to utilize it in other campaigns as we move forward with the company. Yeah, abso absolutely. We'd be happy to help. Yeah. <laughs>